Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Beaumont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. One week for the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. The Batman and the cat. The bat and the cat. The bat and the cat. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I guess they had a screening yesterday and uh, in the UK, and it sounds like it was every very... Matt Reeves did not disappoint, from what I've gathered. I don't think that this movie will disappoint. What I do think, though, is it's getting to the point where the hype mm. definitely going to, like... I think some expectations are a bit too high. Yeah. I yeah. It's I, also a long ass movie. It is. It is. I was reading an article this week about that. You know, we I think you I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I know I think we've talked about offline uh about the runtimes for, for some of these films lately. And uh yeah. there yeah, there was uh, I was reading an article this week, I think, about about runtimes and how uh, how especially in this genre they have really gotten kind of, you know, three hours is, is starting to become like almost a norm. <laughs> but also, yeah, even, it, especially for superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I also knew that, 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 you know, the latest James Bond film, but, but then again, when you look at some of the, the old classics, like going with the wind and others, I mean, they were, they were even longer. So I guess it's all, it's all relative. So. Yeah, maybe it's just, it's, it's interesting because the younger generations um shorter attention spans mm-hmm. and yet these movies are kind of directed towards them and yet they're longer so yeah yeah and plus you know over the last couple of years everybody's gotten used to you know the streaming model too where or maybe same day same you know stream and and theater release and and of course if you're sitting at home and you just kind of chilling on your couch you can you know you can stop and pause you know build in your own intermission but you know you can't really do that in the theater these days so no, you can't. Yeah. Um, but we do have some news to get to. We'll talk about um, the Batman soon enough in a few yep. weeks um, after we finally have seen it and not just like the 2000 trailers that get yeah. played all day, every day. Yeah, goodness, yes. <laughs> um, in the news, we have a few odd ends, not too big of news, but Arrow alumni Juliana Harkive was cast in the L.A. Law revival, and it is also written and produced by Mark Guggenheim. Go figure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, recovering lawyer Mark Guggenheim is heading up the uh, revival of the uh, 80s and early 90s L.A. Law, which um, I think a couple members of the original cast are are going to be in it. Uh, I think Blair Underwood and Corbin Burnson. This is one of the shows I watched growing up that I guess probably inspired me to be a lawyer. But mm. uh, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, and of course, just like the original show, this the new show is going to be kind of like Law and Order and others, ripped from the headlines, very incendiary cases that these that the firm will be handling. So. But yeah, yeah. But Juliana, she's uh, of course we played a I guess one Black Canary, Diana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has uh, got her first I guess recurring. I mean, this is a regular lead gig so uh, for the show, and um, sounds like uh, she and her partner. Well, we'll be I think a partner in a law firm, and um, and, and just like every all of these shows, there's always like the romantic tension between. Former, former 
partners and then they end up fighting against each other in a courtroom. So go figure. <laughs> I already fell asleep. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Sounds but, fascinating. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just that, that was a description of the character that she and another lead of the show are playing, but uh, obviously the they'll have the incendiary uh cases and stuff that'll that'll definitely hopefully there'll be more sparks there in the courtroom than than the drama around the law the law office yeah otherwise otherwise it'll be a cw show (laughs) yeah well i wouldn't be surprised if it gets put on the cw (laughs) mark guggenheim yeah um no the the last uh law show i watched was suits and I mm. didn't finish the series, um, but I remember enjoying the first few seasons of it very well. Oh, yeah. um, but good for her, and um, potentially we might talk about it. You never know these days. Yeah. In other casting news, and I haven't seen this show, The White Lotus, so I, I don't know this guy. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I did. I, I was. It was all my intention to watch, but I did not. I, I haven't. Um, had a chance to watch it either, but uh, in, in another show that he's also in, uh, just what we're talking about here is uh, news about Craven the Hunter. We have our chameleon, and uh, are you going to say his name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the actor I was about to, yeah, is uh, Fred Heinger. Heinger. Hetchinger. Yeah, Hetchinger. Thank you, thank you. It's been a long day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but he also is in the, uh, the the current Hulu series uh, Pam and Tommy, which is another thing that I have on my watch list that I haven't gotten to yet. Me neither. I you would think I would have seen that by now because Sebastian Stan is in it, but nope, haven't haven't watched it. I did finally finally sit down and start watching season two of Euphoria. Ah. Um, because I tried. This is going to be really bad. I tried watching Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I made it almost to the end of the first episode. And then I was just like, I am not paying attention. I don't know what's going on right now. I, I'm i just not in the right headspace to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. I, I don't think I was in the right headspace to watch Euphoria. Because I, I got through... Six of the seven episodes, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's good. It's euphoria. I forgot though. I have forgotten just how graphic and fucked up euphoria can be. Mm. Um, and yeah, um, they within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh yeah, this is euphoria. Oh, <laughs> huh. This uh, isn't a, like something to watch early in the day on a Sunday. <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, Zendaya is going to get another Emmy. And yeah. I think as long as this show continues, she's probably going to get nominated at least for an Emmy every season. Like mm-hmm. she's she's going to be Brian Cr- Cranston until okay. this show is end. Because she just the character is like built for awards and then her performance as this character rue it's just it's crazy it is crazy she is an mj in this series i'll just Uh, say that she's not she's not mj at all she's not an mj yeah yeah i I haven't yeah you know i i've heard i haven't watched euphoria uh you know maybe one day i'll go back and you know get called up but uh but yeah everything i've heard about it is just 
yeah, I'm like, okay, I need I need to watch this. I need to set set aside some time and get caught up with this sh- with this show. Will I tell you time and time again, you're not allowed. Fathers and daughters are not allowed to watch Euphoria. They're just not. Yeah, I know, I know. That, every time I sit down, like every time I turn on the HBO Max and I see it, and I, your voice starts ringing in my head, so I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Turn back, turn back. I mean, and granted, I don't even know if it's fathers of just daughters because there are male characters who have some pretty screwed up stuff happen to them as well. Yeah. Um, I just think it's parents in general with kids who are at that age in yeah. late middle school, early high school, where you just you're like so much is out of your control and there's so much heartbreak and, and these kids are just so effed up. Yeah. 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 I I totally get that. And, you know, I guess I hear enough about it in real life that I I guess I don't need to like spend my, my, my leisure time, like revisiting it, watching it on the screen. (laughs) Right. I don't have kids and I was watching it like, why am I like this? This is a really screwed up show. I mean, it's well written, and there mm-hmm. there was a pretty interesting episode where, which I wasn't expecting that occurred, where it was basically like Rue was on the run from the police for the entire episode, and I'm like, oh, okay, wow, mm-hmm. we we went there, but that's the episode she's gonna get the the Emmy for, Emmy for like mm-hmm. her performance in that. But I I could go on about about that, but yeah, yeah. we're not here to talk about it because we try to cover things that we both have seen. Yeah, we try, um, we try, yeah. So on that note, the last bit of random entertainment news we have for y'all is Krypton alum. Aaron Pierre is set to co-star opposite Mahershala. I do know how to pronounce that name, Mahershala, in Marvel's new Blade pick. Yeah, yeah. Still making Blade. They're still, (laughs) yep, they are still making Blade. Uh, Delroy Lindo is also in this uh, new Blade film as well. But yeah, I was very excited, mainly because we always somehow we always have to drop a, a Krypton reference in our show. And so it, it it was just set up for me. I had to I had to put it on the uh, put it on the run rundown for this week. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. But good for him. But good for him. He's also uh, Aaron is also uh, going to be um, in the prequel Disney Plus show for The Lion King as uh, Musafir. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got he's got a lot of things in the Disney pipeline right now. Yeah. Speaking about the Disney pipeline. Okay. I didn't, I was just online the other night, minding my own business. And I just see this weird trailer for this show that I guess is coming to Disney plus called the Kardashians. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I missed that. Yeah. I, I didn't get that memo either. But it looks like they've been filming and it's going to drop sometime next month on Disney Plus. Huh. Which which I guess kind of makes sense because, I mean, I tend to watch, I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians on Hulu. And I know Mm. Hulu and Disney Plus are subsidies or whatever. But still, it's just weird. I'm like, what are the Kardashians? What? 
Uh, I mean, is there like a hook like Will Smith's like like you know Will Smith's got a new show on Disney Plus as well, but he's still no, like, it's it's them. It's basically keeping up with the Kardashians, but like on Disney Plus. Will called the Kardashians. They got rid of the old name. Wow. Uh, well, I guess yeah, no one can keep up with them. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just, so there, yeah. just yeah. yeah. So this is this is yeah, just this, this, this Kardashians and just people will just tune in. <laughs> Yeah. I guess another way to get subscribers. So, I, uh, Disney Plus doesn't need more subscribers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, make, they do just fine with they the do. amount of shows yeah, yeah. and movies. It's, they really do. Yeah, even 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 like the day I was seeing where um, the, the new Discovery uh, Plus, where they've acquired HBO you know, on all the Warner properties are like, we're we're not going to get into a streaming arms race with the other places. We're just, we just want to compete. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So we do have DC shows to talk about tonight. Um, and let's start with Naomi and yeah. we're going to head to camp alien yeah. camp. Yep. Um, this episode, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Scooby, my Scooby Doo gang! Yeah. Um, I know. I remember the last time we were talking about Naomi. I was talking about how it was so weird to me that the Love Square randomly fixed itself just like very suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate in this in this episode how um, who who's the guy? Yeah, um, I'm like blanking on his name. Yeah, I'm blanking on his name too, but yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. That guy, yeah. The guy who she likes or yeah. is now with, I is guess. It, is it Nathan? Uh, or is that, that the other? Right. Or, or or is that the other character? I, I'm I'm blanking on this name right now. I'll I will I will fix that in a minute. But but yeah, I know that yeah. But she has a flashback seven seven months prior with the character that they've been. They did kiss at the end of the uh, break episode, right before the break for the Olympics, and then yeah, and then they and when they we rejoined them this week after the Olympics break, they are uh, going back to the the first go around when they were together. And oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, okay, it's, so we'll yeah, just that's where I was started and went in a completely different direction. Um, okay. Are you looking up his name? Yeah, I'm looking up his name right now. Okay. 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 So this is awkward. This is weird. Cause yeah. you went in a completely different direction than I was going to go into. Okay. Um, well. yeah. All right. So what direction were you going to go? Um, I was just going to say yeah, is, that I like the fact is, that yeah, what? Is his name is Nathan. Okay. I just was going to say that I like the fact that Nathan called her out on her BS for randomly, like, breaking up with him and then in a sh- very short period of time being like, I want to be with you. Um, I like that. But they also did soil it a bit because, like, I don't I, – this whole thing about fear, mm-hmm. um, they did this on Batwoman as well. Like, how many times do we have to hear those speeches? Yeah, how many yeah. times, people? Yeah, I was afraid yeah. to be with you because I was afraid to lose you and get hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, well. yeah. We've heard this like, yeah, it, it is a a re reoccurring theme 
with with a lot of shows these days <laughs> and it's just like come on come give us something original um but you know but i i, I guess you know whatever when all when all is is done you know we go to the the writer writer's room crutch of fear and fear of like something happening to you blah 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 so especially especially in this genre it's like you know we got to check that box yeah and and ryan has a little bit more of like as she's lived a little bit longer or a lot longer than naomi and she actually has had a lot of loss where naomi hasn't right right. um so so she doesn't have too much to back up those statements with yeah i guess for i guess with naomi i i can see where they're coming from because you know she is when you're a teenager it's that you know there is that that fear of like that first relationship or when you or you or that you know fear of rejection or or when you or or falling too fast or whatever i mean when you think but when you think back as a teenager and and that first time you had that first real crush or that first real real you know true dating relationship with someone it is scary and so so i guess from that standpoint you know it makes sense as far as what what she was saying to him at the you know why they that she was that she reacted the way she did in the seven months prior so so i guess you know so i guess it makes sense i agree with your point though that, you know ryan definitely has more life experience and other reasons for why she would you know react that way but you know in, in a teenage context with naomi i can see that point as well yeah um the other thing that was or there were a few other things going on in this episode um the one that I want to talk about is Zambado and the team up yeah. um, to go after this bun- bounty hunter. And it's like a semi team up. I was expecting a little bit more, but they decided to focus on the alien camp story arc. Not mm-hmm. my preference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did find out though. Well, we, we found out some things, but not a whole lot. Like, this is another recurring theme of the show. We we can only get so much information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we know Zimbabwe knows who sent the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dee shouldn't be worried about it, but he is definitely worried about it. Um, but he also mentions at the very end another name that was on the bounty hunters list who happens, and I believe it's the name of um, Dee's love. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, you're right there. Yeah. So, which which then leads into okay, so then what's the connection between that person and Naomi, and what happened? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I mean, yeah, we we've learned that Dee. And the Thangarians were were sent there to you know help watch over her and Naomi and uh, Zimbabwe, who, who was part of the, the I guess on Earth twenty nine, seems to be the leader of the, the factions that were was causing a lot of the strife and stuff on that planet and and, and which I guess led them to escape and leave and they all end up on Earth Prime where we are now. Uh, but yeah, I wish they really did. That was, yeah, you're right. I wish they had really dug in more this episode with what was going on between them because 
Um, yeah, the Scooby-Doo gang stuff was, I mean, they did tie it back to the larger things with Earth-29, especially when they went down into the base, the, the vault at the cabin and, and found that uh, box with, yeah, with again, more of the uh, alien script that is that looks like the same you know inscriptions from Earth-29 as well. And of course, and and also the other thing that that they're you know continuing is on with the theme is uh, whatever powers that that those those items have definitely messes up people from Earth Earth Prime because Anthony, whenever he was down there, he blacked out. Uh, there's been other people uh, as well when they've come across those things to, to you know get sick and and. You know, even going back, to, I think to the first or second episode where the kids talked about the lost time that they had when they when they saw the spaceships land um, when when they first came, when they first came to Earth Earth Prime. Mm. So, so you know, so you know, so I, I you know, the, the show it, it's 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 I, I'm it's it's one of those things where I, I'm there's like I don't feel like it's a cohesive whole yet. It's still finding its way. And you know, there's like different elements of it that work really well. I think obviously Naomi, that you know Casey Walfall, who's the who plays her, she's she's amazing. I think she's you know has that chops to be the lead. The the, the, the Scooby Doo gang, I could take them or leave them. <laughs> yeah. At this point, uh, I feel like they're they're distracting. Annabelle's not too bad. At least Annabelle's, you know, again, is an, another character that will call her out when she needs to be called out, called Naomi out. Um, and you know, but you know, the so I think from what I gather, you know, a lot of the Scooby Doo gangers were just people that were created for the show. They weren't in the comic book, so uh, so that that's you know, there's that aspect of it as well. Um, but the other, the other thing that was really, ir- that irritated me about this episode, um, uh, was Naomi's parents and, and the lab. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, really, you know, really you're in the military. You're not going to like seek into a lab and switch samples and then not get caught on camera. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. That was the most clumsy cover yeah. up I've ever seen. Yeah. And and I think it was intentionally looking back on it that clumsy, but it just it didn't work. It was so yeah. weird. Um, but but I think you're right. I think the show definitely is still trying to find its rhythm. It's really focused on this whole mystery as opposed to which and I can appreciate this to yeah. an extent with um the whole like here's your hero, here's your main bad guy, and and throughout along the way they're gonna they're gonna become this hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show's Naomi, so it's about Naomi figuring out who that is yeah. um, as a young adult, as a young person who also finds out that she's an alien. Um, but I feel like they're holding back on on the comic book stuff. Yeah. To try, and I don't know why. I I think they. It's almost as if they want the show to be different mm-hmm. to a detriment. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not allowing 
what the show is really about to it's not allowing the show to be what it is which is a superhero show at the end of the day um so i i think that this mystery can only go on so long and to your point about the scooby-doo gang the characters are fine um the actors need some work but i i feel like part of the reason why those characters don't work is because they don't have any it's always connected to Naomi. Yeah, she's a Mary Sue. They don't have their own arcs. They don't have their own stories. It's always a connection to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and which which is which is causing those characters to kind of be like, okay, we can do without this because we don't we don't need to invest in them. Yeah. Um, but then again, they're in every episode. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're yeah, and they're all. Doing their little thing, and then, you know, to your point where they're holding back on the special, on the on the superhero stuff. I mean, but 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 then Naomi does a superhero thing. Like for example, when Anthony was in was attacked by the camp counselor, who turns out to be a looks like he's also from Earth twenty nine. You know, she did a superhero thing, and you know, to 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 get them out of that situation so so they're, they're you know they're touching on it you know and but they're but i think they're it's like i feel like it's like 80 percent mystery right now and 20 percent superhero <laughs> yeah they're they're pulling a naomi they're they're afraid yeah. of commitment yeah there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> they're pulling a naomi they're pulling a naomi we'll, yeah yeah we'll stick with it um I, for me personally i really I think this show, what I like about it so far is actually D. Mm-hmm. I find his character to be really interesting. Yeah. And I, I keep getting um, thinking about what you said in regards to how the adopted father was um, in the books, an alien as well from mm-hmm. one of the 29. And I think they're kind of using D in that way of being that kind of mentor yeah. Who, but also father figure, um, which just makes me think like one of the parents have to go at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I, you know, the, the the next set of the comics are dropping soon, so I'll, I'll be I'll be interested to see what themes that the the show has will carry over into the comics or vice versa. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Since we've already brought her up, we might as well head over to Gotham and talk a little bit about Batwoman. Yeah, let's, and get, this, yeah, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> so I was so confused by this episode, um, which is an ongoing theme with me and Batwoman so far, where I don't know if it was editing. I wasn't mm. paying attention. It's been two weeks since we've stepped foot in Gotham, but... I was so confused by this whole sequence of like Alice, she gets the buzzer, she becomes Beth again, Mm -hmm. she gets her life back and everyone hates her still because like they still have to deal with Marcus. But I guess that was a dream sequence or did that happen? It was a dream sequence. Okay. Which makes. Yeah. Very confused. (laughs) Yeah. It was a dream sequence. And, and the reason why it just didn't work is because None about. I mean, Alice has had visions all throughout the season, right? Right. But none of them have been so like fleshed out to this like point where it was just like, and and 
to to where it was like, oh, this really did happen kind of thing. You know, at least the other ones were kind of like, okay, you know, she's seeing Mount, yeah. You know, she she's having a, vi- a vision, but we we know it. We know what's going on, and I guess they were trying to like head do the do, do the penultimate head fake, like because we know when we when we left things off, they were trying to get the buzzer and whatnot. And yeah, and I so, had just assumed I fell asleep during yeah. that part and wasn't yeah. paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I had I I had to think about it too. I was like, wait, no, did I miss something? Um, and so and I guess that was what they were trying to play on with the, with the, with the first few minutes of this episode. Um, I mean, they almost did it too well because yeah. we did like get it where it's like, oh no, that was all a dream. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I think having it occur after a two week break did not help it any. And I think overall this, this episode got screwed over because of that two week break, just because, yeah. I, I, it's it's a long period of time to not mm-hmm. be in Gotham, and then to be immediately inserted back into it, and having to play catch up with where everything was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for them to do a head fake right after that, it was a lot. It was, it was a, lot. a lot. Yeah, it was, and it's and you're right. It was a disservice, especially given that it was the penultimate episode for mm-hmm. the season. You, you know, mm-hmm. you don't. Yeah, I mean that's. If, yeah, you just don't do that. I mean, it's you know, it's all about you, you momentum, built, and you yeah, killed it, it. There you go. you killed it. You, you exactly. You, you you nailed it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you didn't kill it as much as Marcus is killing the show, but yeah. <laughs> Marcus is the one thing I actually didn't mind this episode. <laughs> no, he yeah to to an extent you're 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 right where. You know, I, I've seen worse diabolical plans. I, I forgot about the Black Gloves Society. <laughs> that was another thing that was weird. Yeah. I was like, the black. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a thing that a few was, months ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a thing. It was a thing, and I guess that you know, and it, it's really sad too because I, I'm getting to, I'm getting like how I am about the Flash with this show. <laughs> Yeah. And which is not a good place because I really, really did like Batwoman. And mm-hmm. and I still like it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, and especially, you know, this this two week break and and also just thinking just overall, you know, when you when you have in a show like Peacemaker, for example, mm-hmm. going and then, and then a show, you know, and then Batwoman is gone for like two weeks. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's you know, I had to remind myself, you know, thank goodness for social media. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it's back this week. You know, I didn't miss it when it was gone. Yeah. And and that's not a good thing for a show. No. No, I I agree. I It is sad how much this show had going for it with the first two seasons. I mean, the second season has it had its ups and downs, Yeah. but I, I feel like with this and, and I was, I was really thinking about, it. I was like, what? So here's my thing. Yeah. Um, just as, just like what I was saying with Naomi, where it's almost like Naomi's too much involved with everything where yeah. it all like these character, these sub characters don't have independent arcs 
I feel like with Batwoman, the issue is sometimes Ryan is hardly in the show. And when she is in the show, she gets handed like the most stupid, lazy storylines. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this thing was Sophie and Ryan. Yeah. I called it from the get go. We all know they rushed it. And then this whole, like, like, like she, there was, there's nothing emotional going on. All she's doing is, is having, like, I felt it was more of a Sophie storyline this episode than it was a Ryan storyline. And I'm like, this is Batwoman. Why isn't she more involved? I mean, everything, my girl, Mary is still my girl because I feel like with her story arcs, it always it always makes sense and it always adds um i don't know there's there's like an emotional tug there mm-hmm. where i don't get that much with ryan and and that's nothing about the actress who plays her or no. anything it's yeah. more about just how ryan is written yep. lately yeah because Travisia, she's i mean she is really really a good actress and 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 also and to think of what she's had to step into right Taking over the lead of the show with with all the drama and you know and and a skeptical fandom and everything else, I mean you know and I guess that you know and maybe that's that's the part of me that's like makes me makes me so disappointed the way that the thing how this this season has unfolded and how they've written because it started out okay I mean we you know when we you know we go back and listen to our, our earlier shows with third season. I think we were both like, okay, this is good. This is good. And then about that, I guess maybe the, the fourth or so episode, we were, you know, starting to, you know, we were starting to have our questions and now, and now we're just like, Oh, okay. Just, let's, 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 let's just get this. Let's just get through this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, there, there's just what the whole introduction of Ryan's family Mm-hmm. way down the show and then to have like the brother turn into the joker yeah i don't know yeah it's just, I will, yeah yeah i mean i will i mean i will give them i will say kudos to them with if they're with introducing the joker into the Arrowverse. it was comic accurate with the costume unit stuff uh so there you know so you know there were there were some elements that were that were that were good um, you know, I think, you know, I, think, I didn't like, mind that, um, that bus was the one that crashed into yeah, yeah. Alex's. I, I did like that. I did like that component too. I mean, I, I guess that's why when we first started talking about this episode tonight, uh, you know, I, I did, I did enjoy Marcus's presence this week actually served a, actually served a purpose and it was, you know, it was, and it, it carried his story arc further and, and gave it a little bit more believability to what he what he's been doing over the course course of the season because you know the, the madness made sense and, and and especially whenever you have him and Alice and again uh, you know, Alice is is the glue that holds everything together because again it goes. You know that it it go everything goes back to Alice because again yeah that, that was I thought I did like that element of we were both created on the same day yeah yeah and yeah she may be the glue but she's locked back up again yeah so we'll see how long until she gets out for now for now I mean Mary I think I think 
you know, I think Mary will do her a solid, given that Alice did her a solid with uh, taking responsibility for uh, the death of the, the murder of the uh, guy in the woods, the father in the woods. Yeah, but see, if if she took the fall for that, then I don't know. Like, it's part of the weird thing about Alice, and I called it out a few weeks ago, is she's she's technically not out of jail. Right. And so she's on the run. So if she does get out, she won't be exonerated. So she'll no. still be on the run. Yeah, she, yeah, she will. She will. So why doesn't she just leave? But... Yeah. Anyway, we do have <laughs> one other show to talk about tonight. Superman and Lois is also back. Um, the two-week break, I don't think it hindered anything. I think no. there was just a little bit of momentum loss. However, they immediately jumped back in and did some very quick bringing us up to speed and remembering where things were left off, only to dive into this episode where some stuff happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, this this was I really enjoyed this episode this week. I I felt like there were some thing thing things happened, things moved forward in a good way. Um, I think. It's, yeah, you're gonna have to explain, make sure I understand the stuff with Allie. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't get all of the references. So, so I think so with Allie. You know, so we start out the episode, we uh, we go back to when she's a kid. I guess we learned that her and, a, and, a, and she that she inherited this, this stone, this necklace with a gem in it that apparently has a, a way to basically is a cross dimensional transport. And I, and I think I remember I can't remember that was the powers of the parasite. Um from the comics or, or what, but I, I do remember that Ali is, you know, that this, this particular article, it, it, you know, it, it is obviously like everything is based in a comic. I just can't remember the particulars right off the top of my head right now, but, um, but basically it has the ability to, 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 to cross into other dimensions. And apparently this is something that her family that has been in her, family for generations and so she was able to tap into that and then she built this cult up around it mm, okay and so, so there were, wasn't any tiebacks to previous villains who i may have heard about no i mean i think but the one connection that i think that we did establish this week i mean was that the the phone call when dr faulkner was looking for bizarro yeah 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 yeah, that's that's she, she was talking to Ali on the other line. I know, I know we suspect some, you know, I think some theories was that it was Lex, but oh, now, yeah. but now it was definitely confirmed this week that it was Faulkner. Yeah, I liked and all Alex. that. Uh, sorry, I was thinking that um, the name of her dad was someone who might have appeared in Arrow or The Flash before as a villain of the week. It um, might have, but, yeah. For some reason, I had that impression. Like I, yeah. I know that name, Alistair, before, and yeah. um, but but I'm glad to know that that's not the case. Um, because I I wasn't behind. Um, but yeah, you're right. The the whole and and we were t- 
we kind of talked about this when the second season first premiered is that the show does well not only because of the family the the kents um and the community but the the villains are done really well where mm-hmm. They're do, they're doing this bait and switch with us where you have Bizarro Superman running around and and you think like okay well Ali's clearly just a sub villain for for Lois but now we've realized that no the big bad this season has been Ali for the both of them especially based on what Bizarro Superman told him at the end of it yeah um and so I I really like that I I liked how Chrissy went in and got ascended um whatever that means um but even though she she realized that Allie's been telling the truth she also saw and did not get blinded by that that feeling of like this is this is real um but realize how just how dangerous that truth is to the rest of the world yeah um the one thing that I didn't care for, and it's just because it was so telegraphed, was the 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 Langs, um, everything going on with the Cushings in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how Sarah found out, like That's it was part- well acted when she confronted her dad about the affair. Um, and I like what like L- Lana didn't kind of run away from it either. Um, but it was kind of telegraphed, like, okay, how there, this is gonna come out very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was totally telegraphed. That was the. I think there were two weaknesses. I thought that were, well, maybe two or three weaknesses in the episode. That was one of them. The the way because as soon as they, as soon as uh, Jordan and Sarah walked out, yeah, the air out, and you know, I was like, oh, yeah. And Kyle was already out there talking to uh, to uh, was it Tanya, I think her name is, and and so yeah, that was I was like, uh, they're they're just gonna find out, yeah. That, so that was so I didn't like that part, but what I did, but but I will disagree with you a little bit with Lana. I did like the fact that she already knew about the affair. Because it I gives said it, I like the way Lana's okay. with it. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought. I, I, well, maybe it was just a telegraph. I, I guess with the whole telegraphing piece of it. But yeah, I agree. Okay, so we we do agree there. Uh, I do like that fact too because I guess it gives it gives. And I was just gonna say it gives deeper context to some of the other things that has been going on in the past as far as you know where his alcoholism, and um, I guess because he was feeling guilty. Um, and 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 so they didn't take the easy you know take the way out with prolonging that drama as far as having that story take a take away viable screen screen time this season with them dealing with a a her discovering the affair for the first time. Um, what was the other thing you didn't like about this show? Um, the parallel dimen- the the parallel dimensions again. With the the Bizarro and the Ali connection, I feel like it's a little, and also uh, Clark and Anderson's dynamic uh, with the lack of trust. I feel like it's a repetitive of season one. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's been a while since I've watched season one, so for some reason it it didn't feel too similar. But I can, I can see, I can see, I can see that comparison. Yeah. Um, I was worried. I thought you were gonna say um, the boys. 
um, their drama? Uh, the boys' drama, it, it, I actually, you know, it, it didn't bother me too much. I mean, I, I mean, the boys' drama was just like, okay, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we saw it, you know, we, you know, with 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 Jonathan uh, taking the next kryptonite. Uh, like, actually, what I thought about when I, whenever he, every time he does the inhaler, I think about uh, about Titans. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. no, I I agree. Like for some reason, I don't think that that should have worked. I think that mm-hmm. should have annoyed me. But just the way they built it up in the first four episodes of this season with Jonathan and it being more of a football rivalry thing, mm-hmm. um, that in this episode when it took that turn to suddenly he's becoming uh, using it to to show up against his brother who does have powers um like that that jealousy that that should have been there in season one is starting to come come out yeah um and i i think the tension makes them it's a little bit more real because jonathan has just been way too cool about mm-hmm. this yeah. <laughs> yes yes I could, yeah, and I think that's why it works. I mean, you're right. I mean, they they built it up very well, where he was just like the supportive brother, and now he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and and then even even that how he convinces Jordan not to tell mom yeah. and dad and everything. I think I think the the cover up is very smart. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna come out eventually. Yep. Um, and, but yeah. but I I appreciate what they're what they're doing with that right now. Yeah, I, I I do too. I do too. And then and yeah, and, and of course with that cover up with uh, General Lang, and his uh, General Lane and his uh, you know training of training now both boys, and and just to, you know and, and the fallout from that uh, will also um, will just you know add to the add to the gut punches that that Lois and Clark are, are going to have to will feel when when all this when all when all these house this house of cards comes crashing down definitely um anything else um not you know i think you know again like i said i think this um this was this was a good episode brought things forward in a in a good way um and you know you know the other you know the the, the, uh, thing that i did miss uh but they did talk about you know john henry um but um but we we did learn he's getting better and stuff so you know one of the things i did like about even though i did even though i was a little critical with the the parallel dimension aspect well you know parallels with the uh, dimensional aspect that we saw with john henry and the evil superman last season and and bizarro this year is uh uh but uh, but i did like that we just how they developed Bizarro in the episode where, okay, you know, we did get him, you know, he, you know, Clark was, you know, adapted, realized what was going on, took him into the mines that used X script, used the X kryptonite to, to uh, subdue him. And then, um, and then, you know, take him to take, took him to the fortress and they were able to, you know, find out more about him and why he was doing what he was, what, 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 what he's doing and, and that connection with Ali. So, yeah, I think you know over like so every like I said everything on the on the board got moved forward 
in a good way this episode and i didn't feel like they were coming back from a break spinning their wheels yeah no i i agree there was it took just a little bit of time to get readjusted and remember where everyone left off and then before you know it you're talking to barzaro superman and you're like okay now i get i get the trajectory we're on for the rest of the season Mm -hmm. um and and you're right yeah uh uh, an episode without John Henry has always felt um, because yeah. his presence is pretty big, but they, and we knew like they just, he they didn't pull the plug on him or anything. They just put him in timeout. Yep. They had to put him on the cooler, getting a little too hot with Lois. Okay. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Come exactly. On. <laughs> well, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk on Twitter, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me on Twitter at S.J. Belmont, S.J. <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at S.J. Belmont, <laughs> S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And visit our website, www.seenandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Bye.